You're listening to Arrested with yours truly, Mike Brooks, and criminal defense attorney Dan Conaway. Well, Dan, we've talked about uh, what the criminal justice system is this morning. We've also talked about due process. Uh, we heard a lot about you and how you came to be where you are now, a little bit about the book Arrested. Arrested, But when people are arrested and they say, I know my rights, well, a lot of times, as a former law enforcement, law enforcement officer, I don't think people really do know what their rights are, whether they're arrested, uh, whether they're in front of a judge, uh, whether it's uh, they're convicted. And it's Let's start off, when you're arrested and you are advised of your rights, you know, what what is, you know, we heard about, you know, Miranda and everything else, kind of... Start at the beginning of when someone's arrested and they say, I know my rights. What are people's rights, really? That's a great question because everybody thinks they have rights. And the truth of the matter is that we all do as Americans. Right. We all have rights. Um, and you mentioned the three people, the three types of people that the book's written for, that my book Arrested is right. written for. Um, those are my clients, quite frankly. Sure. You know, they're, they're everyday people. They're just normal human beings. Every, exactly. Most people that get arrested... Um, and many people that get arrested are simply, they're just going through their lives and usually something happens where something goes wrong or the shoe drops or something and they end up in the criminal justice system. So when you talk about, you know, what rights do they have and what are your rights as a person? Let me focus on the individual person who's actually arrested and let's just look at that. Sure. And let's look at it from a couple of basic rights that we have that are in our constitution. And again, they're based upon principles that are much older than that. They go back to the Middle Ages, back to Magna Carta, back to beyond that. Let's first start with a very simple idea, and that is the idea of when the government can actually arrest you or when the government can actually search your home. Let's just look at those two. Okay, so let's start with uh, when the government, whether it be a local police officer, a state officer, or a federal officer... It's all the same. ...happens to arrest you, when law enforcement puts you in cuffs. Okay, so what's your right? You have several rights in that situation. First of all, you have the right that the only way that you can be arrested is if the government can show a probable cause. And what's probable cause? Probable cause, the easiest way to, to put it... Is probable cause is the lowest amount of evidence you need to have the government be able to do something against somebody else. Let me ask you this. When, yeah. I, was, when I was a rookie cop, when I was in the police academy, yep. they always, they kind of drilled into us what probable cause probable is. And, cause. I, and I always said um, that probable cause is any set of facts or circumstances that would lead a reasonable and prudent officer to believe that a crime has been committed, is being committed or is about to be committed. Is that pretty accurate? Uh, that I would argue that's how the police look at it. Okay. I, w- I would say that it's a higher uh, standard than that. All right. Um, but for just say street cop, it, yeah. uh, you know, between reasonable suspicion and probable yeah. cause, that's a that's yeah. pretty good. Okay, that's pretty right. good. We'll we'll, we'll, okay. we'll we'll run with that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so you know, so yes, that, that's exactly right, though. And so, one of your rights as a citizen is to have someone like Mike who understands what probable cause is and has a definition of, in it, of it in his head. Yeah. Or if he needs to get a warrant to make the arrest, right. which oftentimes you do, 
uh, the, the magistrate judge who's listening to Mike talk about why he thinks he has probable cause to arrest somebody is willing to issue the warrant. And I'm able to articulate that in the affidavit for that particular you got to spell it out. Exactly. And it can't just say, well, you know, this guy looks fishy. (laughs) No, it's got to have detailed specific facts. I think he did something. No. No, it's not going to work. Right. So it's got to be in there. The same thing with searching your home. Yep. Um, You can't go into somebody's home as a government officer and just start rooting around. Um, And you have to get a search warrant. And it's the same same thing. There has to be probable cause. And you have a right to see the search warrant. When the officer comes to your home, you have the right to sit. The officer has to say, I have a search warrant to search your home. Right. And in even having written a number of search warrants myself is you have to show probable cause. But then you also have to explain the scope of that particular search warrant. You just can't go in there and say, um, I'm looking for what I think what I think I need. No, you yeah. have to go in there because you have to even describe the building, uh, the the house, whatever whatever you're searching, uh, the vehicle. You have to describe that down to a T. Yep. You know, and and with with details. And then you have to, on the scope of what you're looking for, you know, is it uh, is it written material? Is it computer material? Is it, but you you have to be very specific. You just can't go in there and say jewelry, money. Yeah, you have to be very specific. Even anything when it comes shiny, to what you want to think, anything yeah. shiny and nice looking. Right, exactly. You know, <clears throat> guns. No, it, you have yeah. to be very specific. You do, and um, by doing that, you're ensuring the person's rights. Yep. And again, this right, this right precedes our country. This is a concept that's described by people in, like Blackstone and by uh, people who are writing in the Middle Ages about, meaning a thousand years ago. Now, who's Blackstone? Blackstone is a jurist and a writer who wrote on treatises during the Middle Ages. Huh, okay. And you look at people like Coke and these other people that wrote, and not just, not just English, Englishmen and Englishwomen, but also people from other cultures. Again, going back to the ancient Greeks and the ancient Romans, this idea that your home is sacred, that your person is sacred, sure. and that the government can't just take things away from you and take your liberty or your property or come rooting around your house. They have to be specific. They have to follow the rules. They have to follow due process. Exactly. And therefore, your rights to privacy, your rights to your person, your property are protected. And that's essentially the system. And one of the things that I find, one of the things that I really f- still find fascinating about my job, and I talk about this in my book, yeah. Arrested, um, is how, not only how much people, not only how passionate people are about it, but also um, how it still matters so much. Because, you know, when you're in law school, let me, let me go back to law school sure. for a moment. When you're in law school, you're learning all this stuff and you're reading all this stuff. And it's interesting and it's fine, but it's also kind of blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Yeah. Right? And then you get on the real world. And I remember the first cases I ever was involved in, just watching the people in the courtroom. Yeah. And the passion involved. The emotions behind it all. Because you're dealing with people's fundamental uh, beliefs and rights. Sure. And, And that kind of thing... Is is still as relevant today? Absolutely, it is. As it was a thousand years ago. We we got about a minute and a half now. People all the time when they get arrested, they, they, and you and an officer reads them their Miranda warnings. Why do they have to do that? Okay, 
First of all, you have to be in custody. Yep. Now, what does that mean? Well, it depends on the court you're in, and it could be a lot of things. The basic definition is that a reasonable person under the circumstances would feel that they are not free to leave. Then your Miranda rights have to be read to you. Now, I will tell you right now that that definition will not protect you all the time, depending upon the facts and circumstances. Okay. Because, for example, the police can detain you and, and put, tell you to sit somewhere simply for their own safety. Or they could come into your house at 5 in the morning and start searching. Sure. And say you're free to leave, but you're standing there. Your, your kids are up in bed. Your dog's standing there. Your wife's freaking out. And you're standing there in your underwear. And where do you think you're free to go? <laughs> exactly. But under certain circumstances, uh, guess what? You're not in custody. Interesting. So the rule is very simple. The quickest way into the jailhouse is through through your own big fat mouth. So keep it shut. (laughs) Don't talk to the police. There you go. Be polite. Be friendly. That's it. Call a lawyer. Don't talk. You can can offer the police officers coffee, though, when they're executing the search warrant. That's perfectly nice. And you know what? I think that's something that maybe we'll explore next Saturday on Arrested with Mike Brooks and Dan Conaway. We'll see you back here next Saturday morning at 8 a.m. Thanks for listening to Arrested with Mike Brooks and Atlanta criminal defense attorney Dan Conway. While this show provides general information, it does not constitute legal advice. The best way to get guidance on your specific legal issue is to contact a lawyer. For more information or to schedule a meeting with an attorney, please visit ConawayAndStrickler.com.